0: It's the one time of year my wife gets me to dress up like a hippie and I just got back from Pennsylvania excited to tell you all about that. Today Andrea and I will be discussing UFOs, Andrea's desire for a golf cart, and some other awesome things. Welcome to the Joplin and Andrea Show.
1: Well, hello and welcome to your Friday. We're excited to be here with you today. We are uh, dressed up for the occasion and ready to roll with it.
0: Yeah, it's that one time of year that uh, Andrea gets me dressed up. I'm gonna tell you about this here in a little bit. Today, we got a big lineup for you. We're gonna be talking about why I'm dressed up like this. Uh, We're gonna say a little bit about Israel. Wanna talk about Israel and encourage people to be praying for what's going on in that part of the world. Got a uh, little bit to tell you about my Pennsylvania trip. Just got back from doing 21 events in seven days. Excited to be home, but I want to tell you about that. Andrea and I will be discussing UFOs. Andrea's golf cart, which she doesn't have yet, but she wants to. And we're going to promote something today. Totally free. Nobody's asked us to promote it. We're going to promote something that's been a big help to our lives over the last several years. So let's get started with it's that time of year to dress up like hippies.
1: Absolutely. It's it's probably never time to not dress up like hippies, but they encourage it right now. And, you know, last year I did the podcast and I uh, came on solo without you in costume. And so this year I decided how much more fun it would be to have both of us dress up. So
0: let me tell you how this happened, folks. So uh, out you ladies out there that want your husbands to dress up this, you might listen up because this was, I wasn't planning on dressing up and I really wasn't asked if I wanted to dress up. Instead, I got home from my trip from Pennsylvania last night. We're shooting a podcast today. There's a couple of Amazon packages unopened. That's and right. I'm like, what are these packages? And she says, oh, let's take a look. And she opens them up and says, this is what you're wearing for the podcast tomorrow. It was more of a um, informational statement. It wasn't really. It was
1: a fun surprise. Fun we got to open it together. I mean.
0: Yes, it was. It was fantastic. Yes. And so I was. I was voluntold that I would be wearing this, and you know what? It's a pretty good look. I haven't had uh, long hair in a long time.
1: N- I never curly hair, so that's and good. I feel, I
0: feel like uh, you know this is a pretty good look for me.
1: I like it. Yes.
0: So. You know, I just don't know. We have a couple of serious things to talk about today in the podcast, and I I don't know uh, how to do that dressed up like this. We're going to give it a go.
1: I know. If you have a hard time taking us seriously, especially him, um, you can just close your eyes.
0: Yeah, or just listen. Some of our listeners have no idea. Just close your eyes and listen. Actually, most of our people just listen. They don't actually watch the show. But, yeah, (laughs) yeah, if you're having a hard time watching right now, just go ahead and stop. Switch over to audio yep. podcast only and you'll be good to go. Yep,
1: that's right. You know? But my
0: wife would like it if I would wear this all day.
1: Yes, yes. All weekend, actually. You could find some other events to go to.
0: Okay. All right. So, <laughs> hey, seriously, we want to take a moment to just uh, remind everybody out there to be praying for the nation of Israel. Yeah. Just uh, awful what uh, had happened there uh, with the attack over the last couple of weeks. Obviously, they're at war now. And, um, and and is we need to pray, especially for Israel. Um, but it looks like things are escalating to where we could be on the brink of a third world war if uh, things don't get tampered down. Yeah. And so pray for the peace of Jerusalem. I wanted to mention that. Yeah. So, um, Andrea, I just got back. How was yes. a week without me?
1: Yes. Um, well, I did hold down the fort, and I feel like I did, I did a pretty good job. Um, but I do always miss you when you're gone. So I am happy that you are back, but we did manage. Um, you know, it's really neat because it's always for a great cause. And so well worth the time that you're away, but glad you're back. Um, you got to go with the Gideons to Pennsylvania and um, let's talk a little bit about it so tell us how you even got involved with Gideon's and um, why I guess it's special to you
0: so I've had the ability to tell my testimony almost a hundred times or more definitely more I mean I just told it 21 times in seven days in Pennsylvania but over the years I've literally been able to tell my testimony hundreds of times to Gideon's and if you, you you don't know what Gideons are. They're the guys that place the Bibles in schools, hotels, that type of stuff. But the short story is I was saved reading a Gideon Bible that had been given to me about four years previously. And uh, we had a guy just walk into the church one time and introduced himself to me after a sermon and told me he was a Gideon. And I said, hey, man, i was saved reading a Gideon Bible. And from there, it's been a wild ride. They ended up asking me to tell it one place, tell it another, before we knew it. um, You and I were down in Orlando, Florida. Had the privilege of telling it uh, to about a crowd of, I think, 4,000 people. There was a bunch of people there. They broadcasted it live worldwide. Lots of different languages. Something like 90 languages that it was translated into live in real time. And uh, that was quite a deal. But anyways, just went to Pennsylvania and uh, traveled all over the state there telling it literally for breakfast at one location we drive to another at lunch and we'd have a meeting and I'd tell my story there and then we would drive somewhere else in that evening I would tell it there and had a great time uh, it was uh, it was a good thing but I'm glad to be home
1: yeah I bet I bet well uh love what the Gideons do and so I guess let's share a little bit about your testimony since we're talking about the Gideons and why you went and your testimony
0: all right so um, yeah I was you know I, I was um, 20 years old when I first opened that Gideon Testament and began to read it, but it was just such a dark period in my life and, and really yours as well. Um, I was probably, uh, you know, you and I were dating at the time and I was dealing with some stuff that typical 20 year old male doesn't want to share and trying to be the tough guy, but I was just tired of life, man. I didn't want to live anymore. I was sick of it. Um, I felt like I had no other Options and no hope. And I started thinking about, you know, ending my life. And as I was thinking about that, I started wondering, what if hell is a real place? Because I felt like if it was, that's where I was going to go. And so all of a sudden, I was like compelled to try to figure out, well, how can I know for sure if God is God, if the Bible's true? And I thought, I'm going to pick that thing up, I'm going to read it, I'm going to find something in there that's false, and then I'll know this thing cannot be trusted. And uh, when I thought that, that Gideon Bible that had been given to me four years earlier was in my room. I picked it up. I started reading it and uh, got to chapter seven and verse seven and it tells us to ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you will f- find. Knock and the door will be opened. For everyone who asks receives. To him who seeks he finds. And to him who knocks the door will be open. And I thought, you know, that is a promise that can be proven true or false. Everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, the door will be open. So I knelt and I prayed, and I asked God to reveal himself to me, to show himself to me. And uh, I asked him to do it in 30 days. I don't know where that came from. I just felt like there had to be a hard stop in this thing, and I was going to give him my all for a month. And if God didn't reveal himself to me, then that passage wasn't true. And uh, you know, the short story is that I ended up in a church. On that third week, um, where I really felt love, there was an old lady named Nadine Ledbetter that was 82 years old. She got a hold of me before church. I left the church that day and asked me if I'd come back to church, and I thought that was special. Um, So I went back to church, really for her sake. I I mean, I was committed to going to church, but I wanted to go back to her church because she invited me back, and that was special to me. And I went back, and um, that evening... Uh, her son was preaching. Uh, he was an evangelist. It just happened to be traveling through, but her son was preaching. and that night, man, God got a hold of my life. Um, he got a hold of your life. Andrew and I both got saved on that same night. and it was like everything radically changed from that moment forward. Our friends didn't fully understand what we were going through. Our parents didn't even really understand. And um, man, it's been an awesome journey. That was in January of 2000. so a little over 23 years now coming up on 24 um it's just been awesome but you know it all started with that gideon bible yeah and so i've been privileged to go around trying to encourage those guys keep handing those things out yeah because it might be four years before the person you give it to picks it up and reads it which was my case but you never know what's going to come out of it just plant the seed and let the word of god do the work
1: that's right god always seems to just have the perfect thing happening at the perfect time and he kept that bible around for a reason so pretty awesome
0: yeah yep super
1: awesome well shout out to the guinean ministry keep doing what you're doing because you're changing lives Yep. well um thanks for sharing let's uh hop on to our next topic which we said we'd talk about last time when we were here and so we will um let's see ufos are the hot topic right now and from a pastoral uh point of view what do you think about ufos
0: Well, this is a hot topic in the church. And actually, it's kind of a taboo topic that a lot of people do not want to talk about in the church. But I have been asked about it almost always somewhat privately, um, you know, secretly. And so let's start with why. Why are we being asked uh, about this? And the answer is there's been, you know, a handful of um, reports that have come out in the last year in fact, there was a congressional hearing on UFOs and people that have seen them. Uh, it was like a whistleblower thing where guys that you know had signed NDAs, that's a non-disclosure agreement, were allowed to come forward and actually tell the truth about what they saw. And so short story, there's been a lot of talk about it in the last year. And uh, for those that have kind of followed that, they're like, so what do you think? What's going on? Are there aliens out there? And so I'm going to give you an answer really from a pastor's standpoint. Um, someone that uh, knows the Bible is true, proven the thing to be true. I just shared that testimony. But um, let's talk about it. So first of all, a couple things I want to note before even commenting on the concept of these UFOs, and that is that there have been some really legitimate testimonies of legitimate people that uh, are all different. So they don't know each other. Um, They didn't collaborate. They didn't see the same thing. Um, And some pretty significant people, Uh, Brandon Fugel, Eric Hecker, Michael Herrera. I've listened to all of these guys. I've actually heard their entire testimony. A guy named DC Long, uh, Ryan Graves, which Ryan Graves was one of the guys that testified at the Congressional hearing. Uh, retired Major David Grush uh, and retired Navy Commander David Fravor, I think is how you say his name. And there, there's more, but this is a pretty significant list. These, most of these guys I just mentioned are ex-military and uh, saw certain things in their line of duty that um, they were allowed to come forward and report without any repercussions. And I want to say something about you know, that list of guys. One of the things that actually proves the Bible to be the, you know, the, uh, an authoritative source that you can trust is the fact that it was written by so many different authors and all of their stories match. Uh, That's also one of the things that makes the Gospels significant. You've got four different viewpoints from different eyewitnesses, and they all match. And so uh, some of the very things we point to that um, give the Bible authority, uh, some of those same things that I've pointed to for years are consistent with the testimony of these guys. And so the one thing I would say is I don't think we can discount what these guys are saying. And that said, one of the things that really stuck out to me, um, when I listened to these guys and when I say listen to them, I've actually heard the full, uh, testimony of every one of those men that I mentioned. When I listened to them, one of the things that stuck out to me is that none of them testified to being an eyewitness of anything alien. Of anything that was outside of this world. And in fact, like three of the guys um, actually s- saw people, humans connected to these uh, ships that they saw. And and they saw and, and talked with people that um, were at these bases where these ships that we would call UFOs. It's just an unidentified flying object. It doesn't mean it's from another world. It's just we we, we aren't able to identify what it is. Uh, now they call them UAPs. But I thought it was really interesting that these guys, some of these guys, that their eyewitness testimony was that this technology is actually owned and operated um, by people. And so I would say this, that, uh, and, and I am going to answer You know, I'm not him hon. I'm going to get to what about, what if, um, and biblically, what would we do with, you know, if there was such a thing as, um, you know, extraterrestrials? Um, So I'm getting there. But I want to say this the testimony that we have right now that's really solid, a lot of it's connected to um, human made intelligence and human ships. And I would not be surprised in the least if most of this stuff, if not all of it, is actually made by people. And any time that there's been any type of blip on the radar to almost, you know, there's such a misinformation campaign with the media to try to, you know, I, I well, I guess what I'm trying to say is I would be more apt to believe that all of this stuff is actually created here on Earth. And um, it's just been more difficult to conceal it as time has gone on and uh that's just my opinion so what if let's say what if what if you're wrong preacher what what if you know there's something else out there and here's my response to that first of all um there is something else out there we know that um you know god is the the He's called the host of the heavens, right? He's, he's, the, he's the king of the the hosts of the heavens. And um, we, we know that God is in heaven. We know that, well, we don't know where that is. We know that there are angels. There are demons. There is a realm in which um, creatures live that we don't know of. And so that does not automatically mean that there's somehow another planet somewhere with life on it with, you know, little creatures that have heads like E.T. We don't know. You know, we don't know what all forms and shapes that these, you know, that angels and demons can take on. We do know, for example, that we're told in the New Testament that uh, be you know that we should do good to all people and be cautious because you might entertain angels unaware, which means that even angels have the ability to take on the form of people at times, and we see this happen in the Old Testament frequently, and so all I'll say is is that the Bible does give us enough to know that um, there are. Parts of God's creation that we humans simply are unaware of. We don't fully understand. We don't know. And that does not equal, you know, aliens on Mars. I think at times, possibly things that people may or may not have seen, you know, in their attempt to try to explain what they're seeing. We come up with these theories and, um, you know, all else. And and so I I want to finish with this. This is the most important thing about what, I'm, of what I want to say concerning this whole topic. It doesn't change anything because, number one, and this is least important, but number one, we have the Bible talking about angels and the hosts of the heavens. Sometimes there are commentators who believe that's just two different ways of saying the same thing. But in the event we ever found out that there happened to be other creatures in the heavens, the Bible teaches us that God is still the God of all creation. He would be God over it all. Now, here's the most important piece. And this is why it's so important that your faith is unshakable when it comes to the testimony of Jesus Christ. One thing that does not change. Let's just say in theory... Uh, for, For the sake of this argument, let's just say in theory that somehow somebody discovers that there are other hosts in the heavens and they get a picture of them. Here's what does not change. It is a fact of history that Jesus Christ came to this earth, was born of a virgin, demonstrated himself to be divine. These are all facts. He walked on water. He performed multitudes of miracles in front of thousands and thousands of people over a course of years, and his uh, these facts about Jesus doing miracles, um, healing the sick, cleansing the lepers. Not only is this recorded for us in the Bible, but Jesus, including his death and resurrection, are recorded. In additional sources uh, like Roman documents Josephus was a Roman historian one of the most well-respected Roman historians that documented a lot about Jesus's life and so here's what we know regardless let's just no matter what happens it's a fact that Jesus came demonstrated himself to be divine was crucified on the cross rose from the grave, defeating death, hell, and the grave and demonstrating that he was exactly who he said he was and we can trust him. Nothing that could happen after that can change those facts. And so our faith in Christ and in this, in him as the son of God, the divine son of God, the savior of mankind, that does not change no matter how much we, you know, learn as technology continues to increase and abound. And so that's my overall thoughts on the topic. It's my gut instinct that almost, you know, I say almost, it's my gut instinct that this technology is actually man-made and that, um, it's not going to be a long time before that gets disclosed and the truth comes out. But, um, that's just my, my gut instinct on it. All right. So there you have it. Yeah. Those are my thoughts. Very good. Biblically. Very good. All right. <laughs> Very
1: good. Well, uh, what's up next?
0: What's up next is, guys, my wife for years has wanted a golf cart. She just thinks golf carts are fun. Uh, what do you think so fun about them?
1: Well, what's not fun? Can you imagine you and I riding in this getup down the street right now? I mean, like, that's fun.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah yeah be. it's
1: just fun uh you know there's no doors no windows you can just cruise down enjoy the out great outdoors uh you can pick up friends we could drive back and forth to the park you know to the gym where do you, where else do you want to drive you well, know she's we can really, drive all over
0: she's been really consistent with wanting one of these for years and in our hometown of derby kansas they just passed a law Or you can drive golf carts legally on the streets as long as the speed limit is 35 or under.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: This is just a couple months ago. And so now she really wants a golf cart.
1: I do. They're so fun. If you've ever driven one, they're like the best. So we started
0: saving one. We have an Andrea Golf Cart Fund where our change and everything is going into the little change jar. Yeah,
1: it's perfect. It's one of those bears that you used to get cookies in at the store, and it's all cleared out now. And It's just for change
0: for I the think, golf cart. Yeah, I think we've got a couple hundred bucks saved up. Oh, well, we it, do. But they're pretty yeah. expensive. We got a long ways to go.
1: Yeah, but we're getting there. and We're going to have a golf cart one day, and it's going to be great.
0: Yeah, yep. it is going to be good.
1: And maybe we could even ride in this sometime.
0: I would sure. If, yeah, you got it. We <laughs> could wait. ride around in this. <laughs>
1: Can't wait. See? Uh, See how fun that would be?
0: People would love it. Yeah, yeah. it would be good. Yeah. All right, so we're going to promote one thing that's been a big benefit to Andrea and I over the years and uh, hopefully might be a benefit to you. Andrea, what are we going to talk about as uh, we close?
1: We're going to talk about VidAngel, which is... Um, it's, it's a program that you can use to actually watch things that maybe have like a, some cussing in it or um, a few scenes in it that you really just, you know, don't want to watch, but the rest of the movie is entirely clean and it will actually zip those scenes out for you. And I was surprised because I was mentioning it to, I don't know, maybe three different people in the last couple of months to which none of them had heard of it. And so we just thought it would be nice to share like the information yeah. that we have and how helpful it's been for us.
0: It has been fantastic. Um, and yeah, it's called vid angel. It's actually a monthly subscription service. It's not a lot. I think it's like eight bucks a month. And you can connect. First of all, they have a lot of things there that you can just watch on VidAngel. In fact, VidAngel Studios is the group that made the Chosen series. There's a lot of Christian content there, but really, what they're what they're you know they're famous for is watching TV however you want. And you can you can there, you can connect your Amazon account to it, and so stuff that's on Amazon Prime. Um, You can connect your Netflix account to it. If you have Netflix, you can connect your Apple TV account to it. And there are thousands and thousands of things you can do. They've got movies. They've got, uh, you know. um, Series. Series, yeah. Like parks and recreation, stuff like that. And and they have a filter set where you can go in and, and choose your own filters. Yep. Um, I, you know, me personally, I just don't like hearing, um, the Lord or God or Jesus used in outside of the right context. For me, it's uh very, you know, I think it borders taking the Lord's name in vain, even if it's not a cuss word, it's just, you know, um, people just using it and you can actually, they have the option to take that out when you're listening to it. And uh, it is so tight. It yeah. is so clean. It's not like it, it you'd be I'm, amazed. Yeah, it's not like there's a big, it is amazing. I mean, I don't know how they do it because it's not like it ruins the whole sentence when it takes a word out. But you could there, there are you can choose, you would be shocked the filters. Most of the time on an average show, there's anywhere from yeah. 200 to 300 filters, and that's not like a bad show with tons of cussing. It's just they've got everything for however sensitive you are whatever you don't want to hear, you can go in and say, I don't like that word. I don't like this word. It saves it and customizes it for you. Um, It'll have scenes and uh, where where it'll show, you know, it'll tell you um, normal kissing between husband and a wife. But if you don't want your kids to see a husband and a wife kissing, you want to watch this show, you can click that. And when it comes to that scene, it just immediately moves on past it. All I can tell you is it works amazing. It does
1: work amazing. It's, it's
0: mind-blowing. It mm-hmm. is incredible. Can't even tell. The people of VidAngel, you guys are doing a good job. That's right. And I know there, there are some of our listeners who simply don't like um, even the idea of a filter company because they, they, you know, they're like, hey, you're supporting yeah. movies and TV shows that you shouldn't be watching because... They shouldn't be, you know, saying the Lord's name or they shouldn't be doing this or that or saying this or that. Hey, I understand that. I really do. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that's not our personal conviction. But our experience has been the problem with that is there's almost in this era of time, there's almost nothing at all to watch. Yeah. There's just almost no choices. Yes. And And it's
1: really hard when your kids are growing up and they're teenagers and a lot of their friends are watching certain things and they really, really want to watch it. And so, you know, sometimes it's nice to be able to go ahead and let them watch it.
0: Having the ability to watch the show, but Mm -hmm. take the things out of it. You don't want to hear. You don't want to see. Yep. Is been a really blessing to us. Yes. And so hopefully some of our listeners that would like something similar. It's amazing. Like I said, I think it's $8 a month. It's called vid angel. Look it up. Uh, It's an app that you download, and you can either cast from your phone. Uh, Some TVs, uh, like Roku, used to have an app you could download. Mm -hmm. But if you just search them up, VidAngel, um, they'll walk you through how to get set up. It's, It's a pretty cool thing.
1: Yeah. So... There you have it.
0: That's it for the Joplin and Andrea show this month. That, that's it. Andrea, thanks for being uh, the, uh, what, what do you call it? Like the person that dresses people for the show.
1: Oh, I'm being really festive this year. I already feel it. Like I feel some Christmas festivities already coming up. and
0: Yeah, but no, but I mean like that job, like someone's jobs to dress up the people for the show. You know what oh, that job's yeah, yeah, called?
1: Yeah. Whatever
0: it is, you did it this week and you did to. Well, I just job.
1: produced a great outfit set for us. How about that?
0: <laughs> I like it. (laughs) sounds good
1: you hear that he said he liked it
0: yeah we're having fun today we're having fun it's a good time
1: yeah sounds good
0: guys thanks for listening and we'll be back next month with our christmas special we've got well not a christmas special we are giving away some special christmas gifts. yes we are we've got some giveaways at the end of november and uh looking forward to that it's going to be a good show we'll see you guys then
1: have a great weekend